1: welcome into another edition of another dolphins podcast thank you so much for joining us It's a monumental show. The NFL schedule has been released. The way you want to consume it, just look at Twitter accounts, different NFL teams. They're presenting them in their own very unique ways, which has been fun to see. But today, we are jumping into Miami Dolphins' schedule. We are going to tell you, obviously, the results of each and every game They will be 100% correct. But before I do that, I have to welcome in my buddy, Joshua Houts. Josh, how are you doing today, my friend?
2: I'm doing great, man. Glad we finally know what the schedule looks like. Glad we can sit here, maybe plan a road trip together or two, perhaps. And um, yeah, I, I think I love it all day long. We spent there, you know, reading the rumors and speculating on what might happen. Now we know the schedule so we can dive right in. How have you been, man,
1: dude? It's a, it's a beautiful Friday. And uh, like I've been saying recently, it's a beautiful day to be inside podcasting, right? Let everyone down south enjoy the beautiful weather. We're sacrificing for everyone else's gain. But Josh, can we talk about yesterday just during the day a little bit? Because it's kind of a madhouse and you're you're chasing the wheel. But you don't know where you're going because everyone's saying one thing. Everyone wants to come out and say, this has been confirmed. That has been confirmed. But you never know until you know. So what was it like just kind of trying to rustle through the uh, weeds yesterday?
2: Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, in years past, we at least knew that people with blue check marks, you know, perhaps a lot of followers kind of meant that they had a little bit of legitimacy, too. But nowadays, I mean, you could have, what, two, 3,000 followers. You can pay for a blue check. So everyone was sitting there dropping their own little, you know, my sources are telling me I'm hearing this and that. So I promised myself next year I won't get too, you know, I won't get caught up in it. But it was so hard not to when you just saw one report after another trying to figure out who the Dolphins might play. Just glad, again, that it's over with and glad that the Dolphins honestly released a pretty damn cool schedule release video because in years past i mean they've been brutal and they've continuously been won up by the other 31 teams it seemed like at least this time they put some effort into it it was pretty cool to see that uh, whole movie
1: theater vibe yeah the movie theater vibe they had some great puns i'm a big pun guy so i appreciate that the one thing i want to call total bs about them going to the movies is that that person must have thrown down what seven dollars and some change to go to the movies this this ain't no 2003 way. anymore that was the fakest thing i've ever seen like nobody goes to the movies with like oh i got a couple quarters to finish off my ticket that was so like so funny to see that it kind of had that 1990s like we're going to the movie theater vibe which is uh always fun to go back to and think about
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they bought the Sweet Tarts there. And it's like, that box of Sweet Tarts costs more than that money they threw down. So there's no (laughs) way. But, um, yeah, man, you said you're a big fan of the puns. I love seeing you know some of the different movie posters in the trailers. And, um, yeah, it was just overall well done. And in comparison to years past, um, they definitely stepped their game up. Before we jump into the schedule, though, Jake, were there any other teams that dropped some uh, schedule release videos that caught your eye? I know that um, Tennessee Titans, they were asking fans in the streets questions about what teams they were playing. I think they called them. The Atlanta, Florida Dolphins, that was awesome to see. The Chargers, I mean, every year that anime thing that they drop is just absolutely epic. They had Mike McDaniel vaping, and I think the Jaguars kind of played into the whole uh, the NFL scripted with the writers video. So were there any that really stood out to you that,
1: um, you know, took the cake as one of the top ones of the day? See, the key is they don't have to necessarily be enjoyable for them to be good, right? And the Chargers, before they uh, released the actual schedule, they posted all the teams they're facing as Pop-Tarts. And all I could think about was the Raiders one. They went and put a picture of, of um, Max Crosby and next to Pop-Tarts that just said a dirty ashtray, And that just kind of made me so uncomfortable as you just scroll through. Not only that is like a really disrespectful shot, but on top of that, too, there's a huge <laughs> there's a huge threat about the grossest looking types of pop tarts you'll ever see one was even like kermit the frog i can't even think of probably the jets but man that one really stuck out to me just the pop tarts. so uh, how about yourself
2: yeah and i mean i think i like the pop tart one the first time they did it i feel like they just keep regurgitating that i think the dolphins yeah. flavored was what like fish and chips or something like that so kudos to the chargers you're right they're throwing shots all over the place i think even the lions one they had like a gambling uh you know if you're addicted to gambling <laughs> or whatever call this number so they oh went all God. out they threw all the shots and let it all out on the line but we're talking about the Chargers so much, Jake. I mean, is that not the perfect segue to the Miami Dolphins' first game of the season? And we know with all the Justin Herbert versus Tua Tagovailoa dialogue that's happened over the years, um, this game has to have Dolphin fans excited. I think um, Jalen Ramsey's traveling back to, what, SoFi Stadium, the the spaceship. You know, I know he played for the Rams, but still his old home stadium. So um, looking over this roster, Jake, at least you know the first quarter of the season, give me some of your initial thoughts because that first game, again, Justin Herbert versus Tua about Loa. they're not playing each other, but that's going to be the entire dialogue leading in up into this season.
1: That's the key, and you think back to that game against the Chargers, I think obviously you could do this for a lot of games, but I think that's the one if you ask Dolphin players, they kind of wish they had it back uh, because that was just a real uncomfortable game. You could tell that Brandon Staley Chargers defense, they were clogging the middle of the field. I mean, the highlight play for the Dolphins offense was the most incredible luck i've seen where there was a huge pile up and then all of a sudden the ball squirts out and who's just standing there Armstead. all alone <laughs> tyree kill just gets up takes it to the house and, and that, that like felt like such a tech mobile play where you're just swerving around people knowing you're faster but this is one i think i love early in the season you have that Tua versus herbert drama i think it's a Real important one early on because I think these are going to be two teams fighting for those wildcard spots. And it's interesting, too, Josh, three of the four first weeks, the Dolphins are on the road and they don't play a one o'clock game until that Sunday, September 24th, home opener against the Denver Broncos. But, man, 425 start on opening day comes Sunday, September 10th how slow are those one o'clock games going to feel? Because usually you get thrown right into the waves being a dolphin fan with a one o'clock start. This is a little unusual. I feel where you are kind of sitting there waiting a little bit till it's your turn.
2: Yeah. I mean, we spend all season waiting, right? We've been waiting since the season (laughs) ended for the the new year league year to start and to be able to watch our team play. Um, So yeah, that's going to be absolutely brutal sitting there watching those 1 PM games. But at the same time, I don't know about you, man, but with all the fantasy leagues we're in, it's kind of fun to be able to see what some of those other teams are doing. Um, yeah that's a 425 game and then we get our first what taste of primetime Sunday night football against the New England Patriots I know a lot of people thought that was originally gonna be the Tom Brady uh you know memorial service type thing but um that's gonna actually ha- happen the week prior with against the Philadelphia Eagles so um you got the Patriots then the Broncos and then the Bills is that first one o'clock game like you mentioned um I don't know man I think if they can come out of that I I, I mean Dolphins are probably gonna be upset but even two and two, right? I mean, you're eventually you're probably gonna split a, the series with the Bills. Hopefully this year, you're gonna split the series with the Jets. Maybe split the series, you know, with the New England Patriots. If you can come out of those first four weeks of the season against those tough games, I mean, two and two, I think I'd feel pretty good about that. But as a Dolphins fan, Tua has never lost to the Patriots. I'm thinking three and one, maybe even four and zero, right? Maybe even Uh-oh. four and zero.
1: No, that's one of <laughs> the big gripes. One of the big gripes too. I, I don't, I don't know if this is on purpose, but they're playing in Buffalo on October 1st and living in the Northeast. I can tell you that we do see snow there sometimes, Uh, but then the season ends week 18 against the Buffalo bills in Miami. So Josh, I mentioned three of the four first games on the road, and we know Miami has this massive home field advantage specifically in those one o'clock games. So to you, Are you a little disappointed when you see three of the first four on the road? Because it does kind of take away from that home field advantage the Dolphins do have. And I'm not going to hide it. It is a fantastic, great home field advantage that, uh, you know, it it does help. It is obvious that the Dolphins, I think they have a winning record at home in probably the last three seasons since that canopy is up at Hard Rock. So uh, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, we're not South Florida natives, you know, so we don't get to go to these games. It's probably not quite oh, as yeah. disappointing to us as it is those fans. But um, you know, for the competitive advantage that Heat does bring, um, it would have been nice to see some of those teams early in the season roast a little bit. I do think it's funny though, after all the complaining that the Bills fans did, and you know, even I guess Mike McDaniel to an extent when these players were getting thrown snowballs at him right late in the year. I mean, who wouldn't complain at that? But um, it's just funny how the league kind of tried to, I guess even things out a little bit by sending Miami up there in the first uh day of October and then bringing them down here in week 18 but I know they I don't think they really they're sitting there I saw a beat writer say you know how they're avoiding the heat it's still hot as balls down there isn't it in January I mean it does not ever change so uh the Bills are still going to be roasted on the sideline but that week 18 matchup I mean that is that could be hopefully right we're praying to the heavens that could be for the AFC's crown right how cool would that be Says to be determined so who knows that could be another primetime game the Dolphins get
1: yeah let's hit on that real quick their first primetime game is that week to match up with the New England Patriots you mentioned the Tom Brady celebration and it was initially reported that the uh, excuse me the Patriots were going to honor Tom Brady in their first home game and this was the first home game that the Patriots had that was released So, man, I thought that would be so freaking funny that the Patriots were honoring Tom Brady against the Dolphins, the team that just lost a first-round pick for flirting with him. So, man, I I really feel like the NFL didn't have a sense of humor there because I think that would be such an awkward and funny scenario to be a part of. But, Josh, their second primetime game is the one I think you have circled and you probably circled it so many times the Sharpie has leaked into probably the 2030 calendar at this point. But Sunday, October 22nd, man, A trip to Philly on Sunday night football. What what were your thoughts when you saw that one get dropped?
2: Yeah, man. I, I mean, I've been waiting for this game since I think the Dolphins played there. Maybe it was 2017 was the last time. I just remember I went to the bathroom and Tannehill threw a ball that ricocheted into the air. Jarvis Landry called a touchdown. I think that was the game winner. Um, yeah, I was peeing when that happened. That's embarrassing. I try not to tell people that, but um, every time I go down there, I enjoy those games because it's home and there's so many of my family members. So I was absolutely circling this game, just waiting. That was honestly the whole reason I was spending so much time on Twitter, waiting for these leaks to see when the Dolphins would travel there to see if it you know, synced up with my schedule, but a Sunday night game, you know, Jalen Hurts versus Tua Tagovailoa, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. you know, that great defense, the great team, honestly. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are an awesome team. So um, I did originally think Jason Kelsey when they had that video leak of, you know, them naming off who they played in the first week of the season and they censored it out. I did kind of think that I read his lips saying Miami Dolphins, but I was completely wrong with that. But Sunday night football, maybe they bring out the Kelly greens, maybe the Dolphins, they let wear those throwbacks because that would be one of the most epic, you know, uniform combinations and clash of all time. So I'm really excited for this game. I think it's going to live up to the expectations. And I think the league did too, when they made it a Sunday night game.
1: Absolutely. And two, something that shouldn't be forgotten about this, these two teams trained together in OTAs last year and, and, they were talking to each other. They believed confidently that they'd see each other in the Super Bowl. And I'm not going to get too tinfoil hatty here, but you know, a couple injuries don't happen, and you do wonder what that season could have been like. So I'm very excited for that matchup. And Josh, I think the Dolphins have like the second hardest strength of schedule. And to kind of put that into perspective a little bit, you look at this, uh, you know, second quarter of the season it's a little more awkward with the math talking um you know 17 games but uh new york giants at home then the carolina panthers at home that eagles game on sunday night football and then you're back at home uh to face the patriots that kind of seems like where uh the dolphins can really hit their stride yes the and that's kind of weird to say because the giants were a playoff team carolina what won eight of the last nine or something bananas like that 10 the season um and then the philly game obviously they were in the super bowl and then new england at home It's weird to say that these are pretty tough teams, but we're at the point where this should be that easy part of the schedule where the Dolphins can hopefully pick up a couple of wins and really start that momentum building into November.
2: Yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, the New York Giants, they, I would say, overachieved last season. I don't Mm -hmm. think that anyone's truly, you know, shaking in their boots to think about Daniel Jones and what that offense could do. But, um, you know, it's any given given Sunday at, at, you know, whole mindset right I mean we can sit here and look at this schedule and we can easily point out you know like you mentioned the Giants the Panthers with a rookie quarterback I mean that Eagles game is going to be tough the Patriots I mean even on paper you look at the Patriots and you're like Whatever, it's the Patriots. They're probably the bottom feeders in this division right now. So I do think that's the time for them to really hit their stride. And then, you know, we mentioned the primetime games. I I don't know if you technically consider this a primetime game. I know people on Twitter have uh, stuff to say about it, but they travel to Germany to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, which a lot of Dolphin fans are upset because Tyreek Hill said he was going to, you know, get his revenge and be their worst nightmare at Arrowhead. I'm personally a little bit okay with them taking a home game away from the Kansas City Chiefs moving it overseas internationally where, you know, the Dolphins fan base is pretty raucous. So um, I think that's going to be a game that we're all going to wake up super early and be really excited for because you mentioned the Chargers potentially being a wild card or playoff matchup. The Kansas City Chiefs, if the Dolphins want to get to where they need to go, they're going to have to eventually beat the reigning and defending Super Bowl champs, right? So Patrick Mahomes
1: to a tongue of Aloha, inject that baby into my veins. Sunday, November 5th. And, you know, I when this was announced, I called it a primetime game and then someone was like <laughs> – 9 is prime time (laughs) it is prime time it's the only game one prime time's a mentality it's not an actual time uh but i do kind of wish josh you being a big wrestling guy we record with merrick who is neck deep in wrestling Tyree kill would have played that bad boy villain wrestler. So, I mean, he has been doing it, playing it so well, saying that he's going to drop the peace sign on all the fans. I kind of wish we did get that because it would just be fun. It'd be more intense. It'd be a lot harder, but just for the story, I think that'd be a blast, but I, I have to agree with you. You're not playing an arrowhead where, um, i think they were they recently on one of those it was like who was with excuse me who was with seattle when they were doing the race to who could be the loudest stadium wasn't it kansas city and, and seattle weren't those the two teams doing it
2: i think it was but i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah I, I think that's definitely one of those Don't you know legit it. home field yeah i won't but i think that's one of those legit home field atmospheres for sure
1: it definitely echoes through so yeah, to have that little break and josh what's a little different is um you know The NFL is an I-scratch-your-back-you-scratch-my type of league. And part of the reason the Dolphins have hosted some home games in the past is that Steven Ross wants to host Super Bowls. And this is a little bit of that give and take. This time around, though, not only are the Dolphins visitors, they actually accepted the bye week following the game in Germany, Josh. I don't know if you remember. I think it was 2021. The Dolphins had that lovely trip to London to play the – 0-7 Oh, and 7 Jaguars, and then the Dolphins decided we don't want the bye week after that because it's just the Jaguars will walk it right over them. Uh, clearly that didn't happen, but this time around I'm pretty content having that week 10 bye week. It's right in the middle of the schedule. Coming home from Germany, why not? Hopefully you're feeling pretty good after beating the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, I mean then you're on top of the world, right? You mentioned that first half of the season after that bye, then it gets even a little bit easier, right? We mentioned the Giants and Panthers potentially being where the Dolphins could you know, hit their stride. But then you got the Raiders at on November 19th at 1 p.m. We got that 3 p.m., I guess, again, is a primetime game, right? The first Black Friday game, Week 12 against the New York Jets, MetLife takeover. I think you and I are both talking about potentially going to that. Washington Commanders, the first week of December, and then Monday night football against the Tennessee Titans. So after that bye, man, after the tough game, you know, the tough – stretch there against the eagles the patriots and the chiefs you get a buy and then you come back you know rejuvenated ready to go against those
1: four games i think the dolphins could really hit their stride there what are your thoughts uh i want to touch on the kansas city game with one more note real quick josh go for it guess what the lowest ticket is right now according for espn for this game how much do you think that costs i don't know man a couple thousand is it $704 that even wow. that even just sounds crazy you look at I all got, these other games the I got an email
2: that said there were like three wow I got an email that said three million people were on the wait list for that three million people for those German I think there were two German games right Germany games so three million people man like that's it was up like 1160 percent or something I'm like is that what the like I don't know man that's that's wild for sure
1: But the international audience is just so rampant and you see the power of the NFL and we hear it a lot. We have a decent amount of overseas listeners, too, which is always a blast to hear from it. And kind of cool to see it get globalized a little bit in that sense. Uh, Raiders at home that November 19th game. Josh, I want to ask you about the following week. It's five days rest. I think the I think, excuse me, I think the Dolphins only have a short week, quote unquote, twice, which is among the fewest in the NFL, which is a nice little bonus. But this short week where you play the Jets on Black Friday, what on earth do you think Amazon is going to try to pull out of its sleeve for this game? Because they're going to try to sell you some ridiculous stuff. There's no doubt in my mind. Can you think in your wildest dreams what might pop up on that screen that they're trying to convince you to buy during the game?
2: (laughs) No man, I don't even have the wildest clue what sort of things you know they're gonna have like different massagers and um, yeah I don't know different kitchen utensils I'm I'm excited for this game man I just think uh I know a lot of people from New York in that area are saying you know travel is gonna be a complete bitch that time, that you know that time of year so that's definitely gonna play a factor but a 3 p.m. game Black Friday against Aaron Rodgers and the Jets I mean I do feel a little um, gross I guess that the Jets got so many primetime games right just because they got Rodgers I mean I know they played pretty well last year but the fact that they just got what was it five or six or like one of the highest amounts around the league but yeah man i their amazon's gonna be pushing all that crap but it is funny though isn't amazon prime the, the monday so um i i don't know how they do that
1: right they have black friday deals and then amazon prime day on monday is that how it works they they just label it they just they i don't think there's any way to double check what the difference is i think they just call it something and then hey that means it's important um maybe they'll have Tua like you, you mentioned kitchen utensils maybe they'll have like to pop a pop-up with the chef's head on and it'll be like he'll be holding some spatulas or something and we'll say like 25 percent off something real stupid like that i don't know man they're gonna try something ridiculous i mean it's all about making that cash um uh, then a trip to washington to face the commanders on december 3 before that trip or uh, excuse me home game against the tennessee titans and josh i think the one absolute lock for this uh, schedule was there was going to be a late season home game to show off the, the throwback uniforms. I felt like that was just a given. And the fact you can do it against Ryan Tannehill and the Titans, a team that absolutely killed the dolphins recently, I think is a nice little bonus, unless they follow the tweet that you sent out recently that I'm still a little upset about.
2: Oh, which one was that? Which, which one did I send out? <laughs> which of uh, which the many I, I always send out tweets that piss people off i think which one was it
1: <laughs> uh ryan Tannehill is gonna put the final nail in chris greer's coffin and kill the season <laughs> did he say oh that something that like was that? that was in the dms i did not tweet that out
2: see now they're really <laughs> gonna come and kill me I, I said it was gonna be the final nail in chris greer's uh yeah in his coffin because he but um like someone else mentioned i won't throw his name out there but he said you know this is probably gonna be the will levis and uh mike white showdown if things go the way they have in recent years so that that was a little worse than what i said but yeah man a Tannehill revenge game maybe maybe they'll let them wear the oilers jerseys i saw a video going around from k adams where they said they're bringing back the houston oiler jerseys this season so how cool would that be the dolphins in their throwbacks the uh tennessee titans in the houston oilers throwbacks but um yeah man ryan Tannehill coming back home prime time a late season game against Tennessee Titans who so, you know a couple years ago they were in the AFC championship game right so mm-hmm. um that could be a battle between two teams and you know as much as we laugh at the Ryan Tannehill era I think he's going to want to get his revenge against his former team
1: if he's still the starter I mean he has a yeah, massive yeah. chip on his shoulder but I mean Ryan Tannehill has had a chip on his shoulder There's since he was pregues. a wide receiver it's it's just how it goes uh but that Titans game <laughs> actually is a It's kind of like the uh, speed boost towards the end of the season there because you have the Titans game and then three out of the four games following that are also at home. So it's technically four out of five at home with the Jets on the 17th, the Cowboys, a four twenty five Fox game on December 24th. Uh, You travel to Baltimore on New Year's Eve, I think that is, and then wrapping up the season, you host Buffalo. So, Josh, I hope those games mean something. Those are some very big names you have there, you know, Everyone clearly thinks the Jets are going to be competing with the amount of uh, high profile games they got. In my view, I think that the NFL is doing us all a favor and getting us the opportunity for all of us as a country, as a globe, get together and laugh at the Jets together as they fall on their face and go like, I don't know, four and 13 with these primetime games. That's my hope. I know it's not that simple, but that's that's what I'm thinking. But man, that's, that's a fun group to end the season. You just hope it's competitive and you hope the Dolphins are in the hunt somewhere in the playoffs where they're all meaningful football games.
2: Yeah, that's all we really want right after last season. I mean, we almost won a wild card game uh, lost by three points with Skylar Thompson. So we want to see this team build upon that and to be relevant, like you mentioned, late in the season. But just looking at this schedule overall and especially those last four games, I mean, those are some pretty tough opponents, you know, depending Mm. on how the Dallas Cowboys play this year. I mean, uh, Christmas Eve game, that's pretty awesome to see the Dolphins between uh, the Cowboys. I know we all remember when they played on Thanksgiving many years ago. Chris Chambers, Ricky Williams and those throwbacks the Ravens. I know a lot of Dolphin fans like to um, you know, talk down upon what Lamar Jackson is, but that team could be definitely fighting for the AFC North in a position. And then that Week 18 matchup, I mean, how awesome would that be uh, to be for the AFC's crown with both teams already locked into the playoff spot? So overall, man, I look at this thing, and you know, we mentioned a few games that seem easy on paper at least, but this is going to be a battle, and I know it's the second strongest strength of schedule. We know a lot of that will change as the season comes you know, nears. We know injuries happen. Knock on wood that it doesn't happen to the Dolphins, but um I, I like the way this schedule's laid out. I like the buy after that week nine Germany trip. I like those late season home games, you know, for giving up the early season home games. I like it, man. I'm excited for this season. I know how cliche that is to say we're sitting here in what May 12th. I think rookie minicamp start today, but looking over this schedule, man, I feel pretty damn good about what the Dolphins can achieve because, um, you know, we said it last year, but this Dolphins team is definitely the best team that we've seen in many, many years. And adding Jalen Ramsey, Vic Fangio, things like that, they should be able to compete with some of these offenses. So I'm excited, man. Um, maybe should we do a p- slight prediction? I know how pointless they are this time of the year. But, I mean, I'm looking at this. I see 11 to 12 wins. I wanted to say 11 and 6, and that would be my non-homer prediction. But it's hard to find that sixth loss, and I, I'm I'm a homer. So I'm going to say 12 and 5. Can I say that?
1: you can say whatever your heart desires so I was actually going to kind of try to give you a little escape route I mean the over under set at nine and a half right now so you're smashing that over no questions asked
2: over yeah over for sure but I mean we know how important the injuries are and you know people will hate me for saying it but we've yet to see Tua play a full season healthy whether it was in college or the pros so that would be my biggest thing as dumb as that sounds you know as obvious as that is if Tua stays healthy I could see him winning 11 and 12 games but um, even if not, I think with Mike White, they should be able to do enough, right, to hopefully smash you over on that. So I'll go over for sure.
1: So I think the Dolphins are actually favored in, in 11 other games, and yet the spread's at 9.5. I don't know how that works. Um, obviously, Vegas does. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Uh, and, and Dude, I, I'm going to circle that Baltimore game because you know the Ravens are going to want revenge. I think that might be the game of the year, considering the fact that the Dolphins, I think, what, each of the last two years – maybe even three of their playoff hopes came down to that final game. Uh, I do think it'll be a little different this time around where Baltimore is the big one and hopefully Buffalo's for the um, division. That'd be pretty exciting. So yeah, you know what? 11 and six, we don't, we don't record. We do not do a podcast to be safe. We do this because we want to enjoy our team and I'm going to enjoy them going 13 and four, Josh, a big old 13 and four right on the forehead. How about that?
2: Oh, dude i love it i i dream of days when the dolphins went 13 games i mean when was the last time that happened without looking it up i mean it's been decades right i mean so dude inject that into my veins you're right we're homers here we expect the dolphins to go out there and you know maybe they'll even have a bye week that week 18 game how cool would that be maybe that's why it's to be determined because they know miami's gonna have a bye
1: <laughs> oh that's it yeah it's like to be determined if uh the dolphin i mean who's gonna play is it gonna be skylar thompson on the bye it's very pop possible or they make it a night game because of the Skylar Thompson revenge game you can spin it a bunch of different ways here but Joshua this was a blast it's always fun talking to you Dolphins football we have an idea of the path the Dolphins are gonna to have to take uh like you mentioned too that MetLife takeover maybe we'll get involved with that this year we'll see how things shake out I mean you mentioned it that that time of year going there kind of is is hell I guess is one way to put it but we'll hell. see how things yeah. shake out but and you too also mentioned rookie mining camp start this week. So we will be back early next week with news notes, everything that happens then. But until then, until the next time we meet Joshua, I hope you have a lovely weekend. And more importantly, fins enjoy up. your weekend. Fins up. Fins up. up.
0: the, Dolphins, the football team. We take the ball from goal to goal. Like no one's ever seen. We're in the air. We're on the ground. We're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking where with a <laughs>